the Mark West Sports Podcast. So yeah, man. <sighs> a lot of, I... lot of bullshit, you know, happening, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get right into it. It's the Mark West Sports Podcast. I'm Marcus Benjamin here with my guy, Wesley Pierre, representing the crib, giving you that real sports talk. So they are who they thought we were. <laughs> <laughs> to, to put it quite simply, I mean, we kind of knew that they was going to lose. Talking about our beloved Miami Dolphins here. But gotta love the fight in our guys, man. They they fought to the end. Mm-hmm. You know, we wasn't expecting that from Skylar Thompson. We got a couple of turnovers, a defensive touchdown, scoop and score, and we was in it. We was in it, man. Like we was texting each other on the on the group chat, you know, praying for a miracle. I mean, I started thinking, I was like, damn, we haven't won a playoff game since 2000, bro. Is this about mm-hmm. to happen? And then, you know, typical Miami Dolphins find a way to lose on really kind of self-imposed mistakes, <sighs> delay a game, bullshit. But overall, man, I, I do feel like this was a successful season. I mean, last year we didn't make the playoffs. This year we made the playoffs, and we didn't get blown out. The fact that we didn't get blown out, with a third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, a name nobody knows except for us who are real fans of the Miami Dolphins, um, almost led us to a victory. I think it was a successful season. I think what so, too. Think? I mean, I'm surprised you're saying it was a successful season because the arm of the almighty tool was not in the game. Um me and you said the same shit. We both thought they were going to lose. Me, I'm like 35-0. You know, I think yours was like close <laughs> yeah. to like 24, maybe like a five, I said, six, I seven. 30, I game. said 30 to six. I was like. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's what I was saying. 30 to six, 35 to zero. We both was on the same page. Um, It kind of seemed like that's what it was going to be in the beginning. It was like 17 to zero. I'm like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Um, Typical Dolphins. But. We wind up making it a game um, with a third string quarterback. That's basically what we've been saying. Like everybody's over here scared of the Buffalo Bills. You said it last podcast, um, Josh Allen, he normally throws interceptions, especially in the end zone. He threw some he threw some picks for us. So we had some turnovers. Of course, you just said the picking scoop all the way back to the crib for a touchdown. Defense stepped up. Uh, I don't think that Josh Boyer is going to still be around to um, help out with that what, um, defensive coordinating. But um, we did look good. Jalen Phillips from the U, you see it on his hat. Uh, he's yeah. been wreaking havoc all season. Um, same thing with Russo. You know, I got to shout him out, even though he's in the opposite team from Dade County. Got to go ahead and make sure that we um, give him some type of salutes or um, when we when we talk about the Dolphins or anything in regards to the Canes. Um, but, yeah, man – I was so damn mad because of this bullshit that keeps happening with the Dolphins, and that's the mistakes. Um, I'm over here like, yo, um, is it because he's too cool with them? He's so, you know, happy-go-lucky, you know, because, you, you know, mean? the head coach. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, that teacher, 
that teacher that is everybody's friend, you know, but when it comes down to having to lay down the law, you know, students is not really um, listening to that individual. Um, it could be a good thing, a bad thing. Me personally, I like his personality from since when he came um, from San France. I really don't like the way he answered questions. <laughs> yeah. You know, his interviews be like, you really got to listen to sometimes, it like two, three sometimes times. Sometimes funny, man. Sometimes he yeah, has some, some funny Sometimes, answers. sometimes, but a lot of the times I'm just like, man, just answer the question. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to hear, um, no, 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 philosophical, um, philosophical, less philosophical, <laughs> philosophical, I'm saying. Philosophical? Philosophical. Think, that's why we're a team <laughs> right here. You feel me? <laughs> you know, I don't want to hear that all, all the time, man. I know that you're, you're you're one of these um smart individuals sometimes the smartest individual in the in the actual um room and i think that was a detriment to what was happening every time all season when the miami um, um dolphins are lining up there's like nine seconds left in the clock with Tua, without Tua, it doesn't matter you other teams they're on the line you know there's 19 seconds left you know you could go ahead and look at the field see the defense you know how you're going to go ahead and audible or shift on um, blocking to help out with, with the protection. But when you have nine seconds, you don't have no time to do anything. You know, you just got to get there, hike the ball, and you didn't really read the defense, nothing like that. So, you know, I think that was a, a detriment for him being the smartest individual in the room all the time because he's the head coach. He's the office coordinator. He's the one that's been going ahead and I'm um, calling these plays. And I like the plays that he called. Um, a lot of plays that was left on the field, you know, that one with Waddle, he dropped it. I'm like, damn. Then you had one with Tyreek Hill, you know, he yeah. hit him in the helmet and in the chest. You know, I'm like, oh, my God. Another call that should have been a 15-yard penalty after he caught caught the ball. I think it was to our running back, but his arm was in front of his helmet. So he went ahead and um, he went ahead and, and, and um, got hit. It was supposed to be helmet to helmet. But he was unable to to get that call because his his arm was in in, in his face. Um, a lot of things that just can't go wrong will go wrong, and that's what the Miami Dolphins did. A lot of things went wrong. Um, I'm just like so pissed off that the plain fact that we got there. I thought we were gonna get blown out like yourself, and we made it a game. And this is what ended the season. Like fourth yeah. and one. See, but not matter of fact, let me let me let me let me um take a step back. Every time, I swear it, the NFL got to be rigged. I you know I talk about Donahue, you know, for the NBA, you know, you know he came out with his special on the Netflix. But like, yo, every time we having a drive, the referees feel like they don't know how to be referees no more. Oh, the time doesn't work. And, you know, they try to fix the time back. Those three seconds left on three more seconds on the clock. They couldn't fix it, you know, yeah. taking our momentum away. You know, we just had a big play. And then now we have to sit there for like a minute or two, cooling our guys off, giving their players rest time, you know, giving their players enough time to see who's on the field for us so they could go ahead and make adjustments. Everything that can go wrong with the Dolphins will go wrong in regards to coaching on our end, in regards to the ref the NFL in regards to anything that can happen. And I'm just so upset that we had to um, lose that way. I'm, you know, I'm, of course I'm happy we made the playoffs, you know, uh, in my head, I was like, damn, boy, we win this game, but the arm of the almighty tool is going to come back and he's going to much shit. And I yeah. was wrong. 
<laughs> yeah, but at the same time, man, I just feel like the Dolphins are cursed, man. Like we've seen this story before. Like every year, it's this is the this is the type of feeling that we feel every year. And I'm almost mad at myself for just <laughs> believing in the Dolphins as much as I was, and just saying, "Hey, we might even go to the Super Bowl." You know what I'm saying? That seems real silly right now. Not not because of, of you know Tua or just it's really just the Dolphins. To me, I should always know. Hey, the Dolphins will find a way to fuck <laughs> things up somehow, <laughs> some way. And I should always have that in the back of my head that this is is what's going to happen to the Dolphins. Maybe it's the the undefeated curse, the Dan Marino curse. I don't know, but it always feels like we cursed. And until we win the division i guess at least or win the conference or where the we got the best record in the entire nfl that's when i should be you know on my high horse waving my dolphins flag but we actually until won. then i should be my pessimistic self self so i usually <laughs> no, you am can't. no you can't you can't you can't you know we got to speak things into existence and it, it, it was happening the way we thought it was going to happen. I mean, you needed four games to figure out tools the guy. And after two, three games, you knew he was the guy. Now, again, you were right, you know, and I don't have no problem saying you was right with the availability. But, I mean, look, this guy, top ten quarterback mm-hmm. in passing, and you missed like five and a half games? What that tell you? That tell you he got some type of talent. We just got to figure out the durability issue. And, yeah. you know, coming out of the college, I mean, it was his hip. The hip is healed. That was the major in- injury. I mean, of course, people are going to say, like yourself, you know, you had the ankle injury. That happens all the time. It's football. It happens in the NBA. It happens in every sports. You know, it's just the, the the you know, same thing with the with the finger situation. I mean, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, that happened the same way. You know, you're throwing the ball. You hit your the helmet of your, your um, lineman that's blocking for you understandable unfortunate you know um, for someone that's so spiritual like you would think god will be on your side and he and the football gods have not been on your side lately the football gods have not been watching bro they have not <laughs> been watching this season and it's unfortunate man it but hey let, let's let's you know try to keep it positive like you said yes. and just kind of look towards the next season because it's the off season now we don't have a first round pick because we were so-called tampering uh and we we were talking to tom brady or whatnot so i want to i want to talk to you about the future wes i want to talk to you about the future at quarterback i know you the biggest to a fan i know you the biggest to a fan to a fan i know i had to say it twice yeah but and uh chris greer came out and said that tua is the miami dolphins starting quarterback this season but i do want to pose the question of some options that are out there in case you know we need we need a backup plan you always need a plan b you know what i'm saying just like when you smash a dime you need a plan b you know what i'm saying (laughs) that thing happens the wrong way you know what i'm saying just in case you know what i'm saying so I'm going to pose to you some plan B <laughs> options, you know what I'm saying, just in case something happens to two again. God forbid. I hope he goes through a whole season healthy. We have yet to see it, but I hope he goes through the whole 2023 season healthy. But if not, 
here are some options for you, my boy. You got Lamar Jackson. You got, and I'm gonna say it all, and then I'm gonna let you, you know, let you tell me what's the best option. You got Tom Brady. You know, you got possibly Aaron Rodgers, and there's there's some other options like Derek Carr, and you have Daniel Jones as well. So, out of all of those options, but there's some other options too. But those are these are the ones that I like. These are the ones I would be like, okay, I'm good with that. Okay. Um, out of all of those quarterbacks, which one do you, do you want? I already know what your answer is going to be, but <laughs> which one do you want to see in South Florida? I mean, to be honest with you, like you said, you know who, who I want. I want that boy to come back to the crib from them, from <laughs> Pompano, you know, Lamar Jackson, um, someone that people are saying is injury prone like like Tua, you know, um, someone that, that his organization doesn't believe in him, like our organization believes in Tua. That would be a great, you know, move to go ahead and get him. Um, the crazy thing is, um, you know, you have – uh Tua signed to a I mean I think how much he get paid next year he don't get paid that much he they didn't pick up the fifth year option so you know Lamar would be the first person that I want would want want to get I'm not sure you know I've seen a lot of people on social media and other areas saying oh you know you'll have to trade for him yo I could have sworn that he was a free agent you know what I'm saying so if he a free agent there ain't no trading or nothing now again if they go ahead and franchise tag him that would be a great thing for the Miami Dolphins because, of course, a quarterback or any player to get franchise tagged his sixth year. He got franchise tagged last year, and to get franchise tagged again this year, you know he definitely is not going to go ahead and stay with the ass. He's going to go ahead and do what he needed to do for that year, the same thing he did this previous year. Um, and what can you do? We can figure out if Tua can be healthy for a whole year while Lamar's franchise tags for a year, we have two for a year. They have Lamar on a franchise tag for a year. And then after that, we could be like, okay, two is the guy or he's not the guy. If he's not durable, go ahead and get Lamar. But if he shows you that he's durable now, we know the arm is not a question. We know the accuracy is not a question. We know that he's a great player. He's a great um, team guy. I mean, look, his coach loved him. Chris Grigg um, loved him. And his players loved him. His players was fighting for him to make the playoffs. So it was just unfortunate the NFL decided not to play Tua because I think that they had a hand in him not playing. Because, look, last time he got that concussion, two weeks, he was back. It was two weeks. This was the third week. He should have been back. He's not back. But going back to your question, that would be the best option. You had it already Who's lined up for me. You said Lamar, then you go to Tom Brady. Then you, Who's your you number know? two? Tom Brady. Tom Brady would be the number two because Aaron Rodgers is an asshole, and we do not need um, <laughs> our – think about it. Our coach is a different type of guy. To have Aaron Rodgers, that's going to be it, – it, it's, it's not going to match because Aaron Rodgers got an attitude. Aaron Rodgers always think he's the smartest guy in, in, in the um, – in the room and we know that mike mcdaniels he hasn't been showing that but we know he do think that he's the smartest guy in the room you know having those degrees and this that, and other i think that would clash now again if it's tom brady okay we possibly can get tom brady but you know if tom brady coming over here he's starting it's not no you know oh, like yeah. he's gonna be the starter he's not gonna be no backup 
Um, Aaron Rodgers, he, he's not going to be no backup. Lamar's not going to be no backup. These other players like Daniel Jones, um, I mean, from from the, the Giants, uh, I really too much didn't really like him. And plus, not just that, he came from the same school that Skylar Thompson came from, Kentucky, right? So, no, you know. No, he went to Duke. Oh, he went to Duke? Oh, yeah, Duke was Duke. I hate they bitch. Yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. White basketball school, close, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ones that whooped our canes, unfortunately, this year. But yeah, yeah those they, individuals, they that's a pivot. Day, by the way, I'm glad you mentioned them. They, the Canes basketball team, they play Duke on Saturday. Tune in for that at Duke. We'll see what they do. And but, follow um, them on canescounty.com for more information on that. You know, Mark is yeah. going to be on deck um, live. You know what? And you can follow him on Twitter because every time I look at my phone, there's always something that posted by. Mr. Marcus Benjamin over here on canescounty.com. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, man, you know, um, you had it lined up. You know, you had the best and you had the worst. You know, it was from A <laughs> all the way to F. You know, you, <laughs> you had Lamar, yeah. you had Brady, you had Aaron Rodgers. So you kind of had it lined up for me. But um, like Lamar's the guy. Lamar's the guy, but I don't think that um the Ravens gonna just let him go like that. Um, of course, any individual would want to sign for him. Hopefully Lamar's like, look, yeah, you could you could franchise tag me and it's trade me somewhere, but I'm not gonna resign with y'all. I want to hit the free agent market and be that individual like LeBron that 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 figured it out himself. He counted on himself and he made it happen. This year I thought it was supposed to happen like that, but I, I'm I'm thinking Lamar was like, man, hey, I uh I need this money. And everybody that was talking shit about Lamar, you know, um, I like what RG3 said. Like, yo, you know, I had a torn ACL and LC, uh, and I think PCL or LCL tear. You know, I went in there for my brothers. And that ended the trajectory of my, my career. He's retired yeah. now. He's an analyst now. So all these people that want to run Nate twat, this, that, and the other, like, don't speak on nobody else. You know, I want two to play too. You know what I'm saying? To make me win. But, hey, that's his health. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm the biggest supporter. I wanted his ass in the game. But if that's going to take away from his money, if that's going to take away from, from, from his livelihood later on, wind up being like Junior Seah and all these other individuals that have CT and stuff like that, then you got to do what you got to do to, to better yourself and make sure that you and your family is secure. Now, again, I'm still selfish. I want you to play now. But I, I understand. I understand. Um, and I knew Tool was not going to play that game. Why is that? Because the NFL say, okay, y'all want him to play? Um, Stephen Ross got to sign off on it. So if he get a concussion, anything happen, that's on the owner. And you know, no owner's gonna sign that piece of paper. They never did it before, and they're not gonna do that today. Yeah, I, I hear you, and I agree with you, pretty much with everything uh, that you said. But did you see the game, the the uh, Tampa Bay and and Dallas game? Did you see how? For the most part, how trash Tom Brady was, like it, it didn't really look all that great to me. So I'm not super excited for a player that's 45 years old right now to come on a team who is clearly at the end of his career and he played his worst season of his career. That's the that's that's the pessimistic Marcus talking right there. The positive would would say, oh, but he didn't have the weapons that we got down here better coaching staff, you know, better, 
you know, I just think it's just a better environment for him. He probably needs a change of pace from Tampa. I mean, that's the place where he had his divorce. If he changes, you know, he may have a different outlook on life. So that's the positive. You seen his girl? Hold on. You seen his yeah, I did. girl? Yeah, I did. I did, man. Oh he, yeah. He, of course, it's Tom Brady, man. He could probably get <laughs> probably get five girls like that. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers. <sighs> I... Aaron Rodgers, to me, didn't play as bad to me as Tom Brady did this season. I think Tom Brady did a better defense. That made the, or they were in a worse division. That's why they made the playoffs. If, if Tampa Bay was in the NFC North, they wouldn't have made the playoffs either. I think they're both kind of on that same trajectory. They could be you – know, they're, they're not going to get any better than, than what they are. I, I Not that much better. And then you go to um, – Derek Carr, Derek Carr to me is Ryan Tannehill 2.0. You know what I'm saying? He <laughs> just he's the same type of player. So although I did see a stat that he had the most fourth quarter comeback since like I don't know, maybe like 2016 or something like that, which is great, but that's because his defense has been trash and he's always been trying to, you know, uh win games. That was like Matthew Stafford of the old time. So if if I'm thinking like without my heart, I feel like Derek Carr probably is the best choice because because well besides Lamar Jackson, you know Lamar Jackson is obviously the number one because Lamar Jackson can still get better. He's more he's electric. He'll be at home. Like everything says Lamar Jackson, and like for him to be in an offense with with Mike McDaniel speed you already got the speed of Tyreek and Waddle imagine the speed of Jackson also in there it'll be crazy if if Lamar Jackson comes to the crib but you know I'm just not feeling these old geezers as as much you know like the, the Tom Brady's and the Aaron Rodgers of the world I think Derek Carr every time he, he's been in like I don't think I think like four or five different systems and he still made the playoffs one year uh, or a couple of years. Yeah, he made the playoffs a couple of years. And he almost beat the Bengals last year. And the Bengals ended up going to the Super Bowl. So, to be honest, I think Derek Carr probably makes the most logical sense to 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 be the quarterback along with Tua. Now, Daniel Jones, uh, Daniel Jones, I think, is thriving under that coach over there. I think that coach over there is legit, Dayball, and all of a sudden he's playing great with a new coach. I put that on the coach and not him. So I and like in McDaniel's system, you got to be able to throw the ball accurately and on time. That's not necessarily something that Daniel Jones does. He's more of an impro improvisational type of quarterback where he can make things happen and then he runs a lot. But if I'm going with a running quarterback, then I'm obviously going to go with Lamar Jackson. So I, yeah, I'm just I'm just not sold on on Tom Brady or or, or Aaron Rodgers as much as most other people might be. I think I'd rather take a Derek Carr to be the quarterback than those two guys. He'd be my number two after um Lamar Jackson. If it ain't a Lamar, it, it it's a no go, man. You feel me? Like you said, Tom Brady, he looked old. He looked a shell of himself. You, the only difference is Lamar, he's going to be out of his contract. Brady, he's going to be out of his contract. 
when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, we're going to have to go to trades, and we don't even have really no picks like that because of the whole tampering situation. And you don't want to – we got a we gotta built team right now ready to, 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 to make a run. You know, we're going to have to give away a lot of things just to go ahead and get Aaron Rodgers in. Let's just say he go ahead and retire. You know, I don't want nobody on the team. It's like Kamani McLean. I don't know exactly what you're thinking. You're, are you going to be here? Are you going to be gone? Are you going to be here? Are you going to be gone? And that's exactly what Green Bay go through every season. You know, yeah, we we got you signed to, I think, another two more years. But, you know, every every season, at the end of the season, oh, I got to take some time to think. I got to this. Like, come on, man. I ain't trying to hear that. Um, so Aaron is, is out of that. And as far as what um, – you know, the last two individuals, like, do you really think they're better than Tua? I don't think Derek Carr is better than Tua. I don't think Daniel Jones is better than Tua. Y'all may be more durable than Tua, but as far as with the with the accuracy and, you know, what, what he showed that he could get missing five and a half games this year to be still be top 10, it got to be Lamar. Because if it's not Lamar, then you might as well go ahead and stay pat with Tua. We got him under contract for one more year. Um, this is clearly the only the real year that he's been a quarterback because the first two years um your head coach didn't like you you and your head coach you know having spats throughout um the season you know um in and out of the game you know I normally don't see um quarterbacks getting pulled and and then putting the vet in and then you put him back in and it's always something you know so really truly this year was the first year that um Tua really got a shot you know it's unfortunate that he was injured you know with a head injury but i think if it was any other injury that you know um he would have been able to like you know tough it up you know um i I know players that play with broken ribs i mean you've seen josh allen he had an injury to his arm and he played through it certain certain not certain players but certain injuries any player can play through it you have armstead he had like four different injuries you know from his foot to his ankle to his pet you know and he still found a way to play I just think that, you know, when you talk about the the head and trauma to the head and as far as with the NFL being, um, you know, the light on CTE, when you have a lot of dangerous other sports like, you know, um, wrestling or um, I know that's kind of supposedly supposed to be fake. But sports like hockey, um, you know, they're not the 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 sports um the sports um, organization or conglomerate that that's facing all of the backlash when you have on players suffering from CTE. So I think the NFL is taking a lot of caution on that, especially after what happened to the player in um, Buffalo and, you know, what happened um, the other day on um, Monday Night Football with, I think his name was Gage or Cage. Yeah, um, you Gage. know, neck, neck injury and couldn't move. You know, I, I hear that he's, you know, he's doing better. You know, he's able to, you know, move his body around or move his extremities, but – I mean, this is a dangerous game. You know, it's showing you that it's not just Tua. Everybody could get injured. It's just, you know, when you're the quarterback, that spotlight, and not just that. He's number one in jersey sales. He was number one in Pro Bowl votes and this, that, and the other. So um, there's a lot of light that's being shined on him, and I don't think the NFL want to see that light shined on an individual um, like that in a negative way because, it, you know, if it makes Tua look bad, it's going to make them look bad because, I mean, he's behind their shield. So, um it is what it is. I, I I do truly think the Dolphins is in the right direction. Like you said earlier, Chris Greer said Tua's he is the guy. Um, they also said that um, you know, they spoke spoke to different neurologists and 
You know, the neurologist said just because he had, um, you know, a concussion or a few concussions this year, that doesn't mean next year he can't make a full recovery and this, that, and the other. So I know that's kind of hard to believe, but why would they go ahead and say that um, if it wasn't true? You know, the best thing to, to be was to say that it can happen and, you know, you could use that strategy and contract negotiations if you do wind up keeping to a you know for for long term or whatnot you could use that to your advantage so for y'all to go out and, and and say that to the media the day after the loss it was not even they was not really even talking about the playoffs they were talking about tour because again everybody knew that we were gonna lose it just it, it just felt good that it was competitive i thought that we were gonna win so you know hey yeah uh, i i am not confident at all in tour <laughs> being healthy next season. I just wanted to let you know right now, I'm not confident at all. Unless they, I mean, <laughs> shit, the uh, the rules for, for roughing the passer is, is ridiculous. I, I, I mean, I was watching the Giants game. Mm-hmm. This dude, he swung this dude by the waist to the ground, didn't land on him, and he was flagged for roughing the passer. So I don't think the rules can get any softer. Uh, for Tua, unless he got like pillows around his helmet, <laughs> that's the only way I'm gonna feel safe about Tua going through a whole season at this point. Because when you see these other quarterbacks like a Josh Allen taking all kinds of hits, Jalen Hurts taking all kinds of hits, although he's hurt too, um, and and even Lamar Jackson, though, like he, I mean. To be honest, he's not hurt though. <laughs> like he's hurt, but he's not hurt. Everybody know he's not hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like he would be doing everything that we would be doing right now, which is like you said to your point with RG3. I think it was a very valid point. RG3 was one of the most electric players, you know, especially that year. He played in a playoff game. Everybody kind of remembers that injury. He played injured injured himself even more you never really he came back but he never was the same again Lamar Jackson deserves that bread he was an MVP of the league the Baltimore Ravens would not have been made the playoffs this year or any other these years without him he's obviously their franchise player and they are choosing not to pay him right now which is crazy ridiculous at the same time it's his fault because he has his mom representing him as an agent if he had a real agent that agent would have probably got a deal done by now (laughs) let's be real like if he had an agent that agent would have got a deal done or they would have been requested a trade or they would have been a got a trade done by now and that would have been before the season before the season that agent would have got that deal done no you can't like you 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 are the only person you're the only person in the league of your match that has your mom representing you. Come on, man. Like, nah, you, got, you, you got millions of dollars on the line. You got generations no. of money on the line, and you're no, not Marcus. willing to invest that in an agent? That is kind nah. of your bad at the same time. Nah, man. Nah, man. They I They would have got that him. deal done, and then you would have been locked in. That would have been bad for us because we wouldn't have a chance at you. But thank God you do have your mom as an agent because now we have a chance of signing you. Or, nah, man. Or, or nah, Miami Dolphin. But I think he's you're not right hurt. to a certain extent. He's not yeah. hurt, but like at the same time, he does get hurt. 
You know, it's not last season. He was hurt, didn't play like a few games. Best ability is availability. So I am worried about that too. But there's nothing tell me tells me that Tua is going to go through a whole season healthy. There's just nothing that tells me that. I mean, I'm based up on history and stats, and history tells me that will not happen. And that tells me we need another quarterback. Well, you know, I mean, we we all have our opinions, but the opinions that do count is the ones that's in the front office of Miami Dolphins. They clearly told us Tua is the quarterback next year. So that don't mean no- shit. That does not mean anything. <laughs> it is January 18th. Come on, man. Like, there's so much stuff that can happen. Of course, they're going to say that right now in front of the public eye and be like, yeah, Tua is our quarterback. But come on, man. Like, once you see other options, once you once you realize, hey, you don't really have a lot behind Tua, you, you're going into the season the same way? Nah, man. Like, you don't want to relive this same nightmare, bro. Because as That's great as Tua was, it's more saddening to not see him on the field because you feel like, hey, we could have legit won. You know, we could have legit won, beat the Bills, and who knows what could have happened. But why are you saying that? that? You're saying that because if tools were in the game, you knew that we would have won. That's That's all you're saying. saying. That's why it hurts more. It hurts me more, bro. Like, come (laughs) on. Like, like to see see him, like, ball out, like, against Baltimore with the comeback and just all these other games where he plays so well. And then, you know, he had some bad games, too. Now, let's not – what the ones like where he had a concussion? Face. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he had a concussion. Yeah, I mean, Marcus, Marcus. Exactly. You can't, you can't get mad at somebody that got a concussion. Yes, you know what I can. What you mean? Nah, no, you can't. No, you yes, can't. I can't no. can get mad at, at you. But then you're being hurt. selfish. You're being selfish because think about I'm it. Being selfish. You, Damn right. He threw I'm that being ball. Who, look, he threw that ball against Buffalo. He threw that ball and. Like the ball was out his hands for like two, three seconds, and the guy still want to go ahead and push him. I mean, like, yo, that's where it came from. Now, I do understand me and you already spoke that, like, you know, the way he be taking these hits and the way he be falling is just like he's just always unfortunate with the way he get hit and the way he fall. Like, I, I, I don't know what to say about that. You know, it's kind of like them quarterbacks yeah. that don't know how to slide; they look awkward when they slide in. That's him, yeah. you know. And of course. That's something that you can learn from. Now, again, it's not like we have a window with the Miami Dolphins as far as with us being fans. We're going to be fans until we're gone. Now, again. But Tua definitely has a window of being great. And if he keeps playing the way he does, then that window's going to close. I mean, he's only been in the league three years, man. He's only been in the league three years. Look, we gave Tannehill seven damn years. You know, we gave him seven. Too much years, you know. I'm going to give Tua – I'm going to give Tua his contract. I'm going to give him his, his fourth year. And look, if, if I could go – and you know I'm the biggest Tua fan. If I could get Lamar, Tua, you got to kick rocks. I'm going to go ahead and get Lamar. You know what I'm saying? But if I can't get Lamar, then, yo, I got to stick with her. You feel me? Sometimes you, the grass is you, not greener on the other side. You don't know so that. I don't decide, know that. Hmm? Let's, um, let's, say, let's say we have a similar season next season, right? Where we win some games with Tua, he gets injured, we make the playoffs, we're playing with a backup, whoever that is, we lose. Now it's real contract times because he still has one year um next year. 
Now it's real contract time. Are you signing him to an extension? Hell no. And, and another factor is damn is 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 uh Lamar was he franchise tagged that year? Lamar, are you franchise tagged this upcoming year? And, and and now you're fully a free agent because you can't franchise um tag somebody for three three years straight. It's only two years. And when they do franchise tag him, he's still gonna be getting paid um like maybe like forty million a year because they franchise tagged him last year. And I think now if they franchise tag him, he's going to be getting like 40, 45 million. That's what you will normally be getting if you got a deal done. It feels like a five year, 300 million or something like that. Six years, 300 million, you're probably going to be getting paid 40, 50 million a year regardless. So, you know, that's going to play factors. So, so, me, so, like, so you're going to sign. You, you say you're not going to sign to it to extension. No, if he if he shows me that he's he's gonna be injury prone, because again, I'm not counting them first two years because again, like I said, the coach didn't want him, put him in plenty of positions to lose and to fail, you know. So I'm not gonna count those. I'm gonna count this year what a good offensive coordinator, not two or three quarterback coaches or three co- on coordinators. We don't know who was calling the plays. We got someone that we know can call plays. At least that's one thing we do know. Our offense looking stout, regardless if it's Tyreek Hill, um, the the Penguin, anybody that's a wide receiver behind this on um, coaching staff, you know the way that they be, you know, zigging and zagging and doing all type of plays. Look, I don't mind it. You know, of course I want I'm Cheetah and Penguin to stay, but you know, speed is gonna dwindle. You know, of course they still got their hands, but for me, I'm like, yo, like, yo, if Tua shows that he can't be healthy. The, the number one Tua fan, Tua, it's time to – it's not time to go Tua, but I'm not signing you to an extension. If okay. you, you're getting backup money, you will be a great backup. Tua can't be a great backup to Lamar? Yes, you yeah, can be yeah. a great backup to Lamar. You're not picking up the okay. fifth-year option. We're gonna give um, we're gonna give his ass that 20 um that um 250, 300 million dollar deal. If anything, I'm gonna be like, yo, hey, you know, um Lamar, you wanna get that? You wanna I know you said 300, but you live in Miami. We ain't no state tax. I could give you the 250. You feel me? And you will be getting the same bread if you stayed in Baltimore. You feel me? So they're going to offer you 30, um, not 30, but 300, but you still get in 250, 240 because of the taxes. You come back to the crib, you get to be with Yak at the crib, Kodak Black. Your homeboys from Pompano show up. Look, you remember what you did to the Dolphins last time you came over here? You scored like 40 points on us. Not last time, but when when we when we were over here, like I think like two or three years ago, boy, Lamar, he done he done did his thing on us, boys. I, I went yeah. to that game. I was like so well, damn bad. It, I'm glad that I'm glad to hear that you wouldn't give an extension because I, I you know I question how much of a tour guy you are like i don't know if you was a i was trying to figure out if you the the, the delusional to a fan <laughs> or you, or are you the realistic to no, a man fan? and it no, sounds man. like you the realistic to a fan yes because you said you wouldn't sign into the extension would here's you, another option i want to go hold at on, hold you. On. quick question with you would you would you keep him as a backup to yeah if, if i okay. if i get Derek carr or lamar jackson yeah keep him as a backup for all sure. right, all right, go ahead. Absolutely. Um, but here's another option I want to throw at you. So mm-hmm. this year, this song, obviously, I already told you we don't have a first round draft pick, so there's no way that we can get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I t- I think are just the two can't miss quarterbacks of this draft class. 
But next year, I think there's two quarterbacks that are legit quarterbacks. The one who won the Heisman this year, Caleb Williams, um, out of USC, and then the one from North Carolina, Drake May. Those <laughs> two, I think, are can't miss quarterbacks. So if you want to, you know, play Tua out, see see what Tua does, one more season, and then throw all your chips on one of these uh, quarterbacks, or and still keep Tua. You know what I'm saying? Still keep Tua. Have have him battle it out with the with the new rookie that comes in, and then just see where the chips fall. Um, after that, I'm okay with that scenario too. Me too. Me too. Like that's perfect. You like, yeah. come on, man. Like our my scenario, and your scenario is perfect. If it's not Lamar, if it's not him, is you know keeping to it and probably going um after these um these new players in the draft. You know, yeah. um of course, like you said, this year we don't have a draft, but you know the following year, like look, it give two enough times to to show us not well not show us show Marcus and the other doubters <laughs> that he's the guy. You know. <laughs> So, so for me, like, look, I know it's not the look. They said that he couldn't throw the ball. We seen him bombing, like, like, come on, man, all that come with timing and stuff like that. So we know the arm. We know he could play in cold weather. You know, we, all that is out of the window now. Can he stay healthy? Now he was healthy. If you talking about everything else, but a concussion, like, come on, man, like, who, who, who yeah. would have thought it was a concussion, man? That's why I'm like, give yeah. him another year. And, you know, if he could go ahead and stay healthy, then he's my guy. If not, then we're going to go ahead and find different avenues to to help build this team to a championship. Hey, that's how and I, I And I tell you what, man, concussions are serious. And some people are more susceptible to concussion, concussions than others. Yep. If, he's, if he gets another concussion next year, I think he needs to just stop playing football altogether, all to be honest. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of great players who – have a few concussions and they just realize, hey, this is something that's just gonna keep happening. Luke Keekley was a linebacker for the Carolina Panthers. I don't know if you remember him. He was yeah, a great yeah. linebacker, but he just kept getting concussions and he just ended his career early. So there's a, there's a lot of um, you know players who, who are like Aikman. that. I mean, Zach Thomas towards the end of his career was like that. Troy Aikman probably could have played more years if it wasn't for concussions. So it's like. Yeah, so some players are just the negative going, people, man. Like, damn, boy, look at West Brook. Like, you feel me? He's still, if, he's still functioning. He's on the coaching staff. Boy, he done told us that he done got plenty of concussions. Don't just say the <laughs> negative. Say the positive too, now. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Like, I'm trying. I'm thinking about from a life standpoint. Like, if, if this happens to you again, then you need to you need to seriously consider just not playing football anymore because the way that you play football in the NFL is, is susceptible to injury. So that's something that he needs to consider. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. You're right. But you know, you can't, you, it's just like people that go to war, man. They parents say, don't go, don't go, but they going to make their own decision. So, you know, hopefully he don't have to go through that. Don't have to go through another concussion, you know, um, just next year, just don't go through no concussions. Let next year not be about concussion. Let it be about something else. You know, an ankle, a finger, but don't let it be about the concussion. Because once you hit a concussion, you already know what Mark is going to say. Tua, kind of retired. <laughs> you know time me? to go. It's time to go, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you know, enough about the Dolphins, man, because I'm, you know, you know, right now still playoffs. And, um, you know, we'll talk about those other games. But but 
Uh, right now, I really want to talk about, have you seen what's going on in UFC? You got the the the, the champ done walked away, left all that money on the table. Um, then you got the, the owner and Dana White, the same guy that was caught slapping his wife the other day, even though um, I said it was reasonable because she slapped him first. Wait, wait, now, before you go into that Dana White, what, what champion left the money on the table? Um, the 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 African dude, um, Ngakwe. Oh yeah, France Francis Ngannou. Yeah, yeah, he done left, boy. He like he like yo, I ain't you know. So he I just, he just I mean, I saw I saw the report a little bit. And I seen Chris text, but he's like he like is done with UFC for real. Yeah, he's done with UFC. Um, Dana White stripped him of his title. Um, so far, I think um um bones the what's his name the one that's always getting locked up for bullshit but he's like the truth in the ring um he's bringing him back yeah he's letting him um and another individual fight for the vacant title um i'm pretty sure they want bones to win because he draws a lot of money a lot of attention even though he do um get in trouble a lot with the law but hey that has nothing to do with what's in the ring but yeah man for me to see um like that chap you know, um, just say like F it, you know, um, but but also, you know, um, when you make a decision for yourself, you see the people that selfish Dana White throwing him under the bus, talking trash, just and the other about him. But, you know, um, don't you want people to make their own path? You're going to make money regardless. Right. You don't need me to make money. I mean, you the UFC. I'm just so I'm just me. You he's know, just not and, fighting no more. I'm, no, he's fighting. He's just gonna be fighting. I think what PS something, you know, another oh, just a different, just a different, different uh, league or something. Yeah, and I hear that he's gonna be making a lot more money. I hear like, you know, he's gonna be making like up to like fifty million. You oh, know, well, and for him. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Chase the money, chase the bag, especially in a sport like that when y'all getting hit in the head like that. And, you know, big players. You know. You 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 play other big opponents also, um, and that's that 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 you taking trauma to the head. You you taking trauma just like Tua to the head. Only difference is you got no helmet, and they could they could do all type of shit to your ass, choke your ass out, stomp your ass out, punch you out, do all type of stuff to you know. Um, have that, you- yeah, that's the type of shit that always blew my mind. That um, there's all this talk about concussions with the NFL. But literally in boxing and in UFC, to knock someone out, like to be knocked out, is literally a concussion. You know, like to knock someone out and to win a fight, people glorify it. People like, oh, it's amazing. He knocked somebody out. Somebody's laying out on the mat, knocked out, trying to regain consciousness when they literally have a concussion. But there's really no talk about that, you know? Even in boxing, some people die like days later based on brain damage. And there's not there's not a lot of talk about that. But yet, since at the NFL is like, you know, it's 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 like the, the money monster, I guess. Yep, it's the you money know, it's monster. Most most talked about when it comes to concussions. You got the cookie monster, you got the money monster, and they the main <laughs> ones. They're the ones like for, I'm just I'm just telling you, like, um, they make more money. I mean, to the point now where where they're playing on um, football on Christmas, and you know that's normally used to be all basketball. 
So you yeah. it just show you the you know the conglomerate that the NFL is. I mean, they 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 went through um the CTE um situation and they got they got behind that, they're good. You know, they they've been through, you know, a guy um, you know, whooping his 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 girl up and throwing her on a bed with with a whole bunch of guns and they they managed to you know you know um being good on that situation they threw him under the bus even though yeah it's truly him but uh, a lot of y'all players even even you know the former players hall of famers you know these guys weren't the best of guys if you talk about society wise you know sports man a1 top tier but you know the 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 decision that those individuals was making when they were just living their normal lives, uh, it's kind of shaky. But um, hey, I I don't understand how they're doing it, but you know, um, a lot of people say people control the media, um, and you got a lot of sponsors that that sponsor these these different companies like UFC and stuff like that. And when you sponsoring companies like that, um, and you don't want your name tied to deaths and even though it happened, it's not going to be main mainline um, media um, because, you know, these corporations do um, have some say in what 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 people are actually um, um, absorbing um, in the negative lights, especially if it's about them. So um, I can't believe it. But what you what you what you think? You know, you think you think that was the best decision. I think it was the best decision for him. Um, but how do you feel about, you know, um, being a champion, being stripped of your 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 championship belt normally like when people like um say i'm done you know a lot of people retired with a belt um i mean i don't i don't i don't i don't understand why he can't just keep the belt i mean we you're gonna come up with a you're gonna come with another belt the same title belt but you could he could keep the physical belt you know because he didn't lose you know what i'm saying yeah i I don't know i mean you know me i'm I'm definitely about the player or the fighter in this situation, you know, especially when in a in a sport as brutal as the UFC or the NFL. You need to get the money as soon as you can because you don't know how long you have in that ring. You could be seriously injured. Your eye could be, you know, seriously injured or serious brain damage or serious neck injury, serious leg injury. Anything can happen at any given moment, and and for anybody to fault anyone for trying to get that bread when they can, like, you know, shame on you. And I mean, the whole belt thing, I don't, I don't think it's a huge deal. I mean, I think maybe Dana White's being petty about it, and I, I think that's the case if you want to take the physical belt away. But people know that he was the heavyweight champion, and you know, one of one of the best fighters. Um, in all of uh, MMA for the past couple of years. So I think people always remember that. Uh, I, I guess the fact that we won't see him against some other of the great heavyweight fighters like a, like a John Jones, um, disappointed that we're not going to see that. But, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, you, you got to. You got to get it when you can out here, man. It's it's a brutal game. It's a brutal sport. I think it's the most brutal sport, to be honest. Um, more than football or hockey or, or even rugby or anything like that. Because you, you, they're literally 
doing physical damage to your body. I mean, that's what wins the fight. You know, that's not necessarily what wins the fight in these other sports. Your body is just a casualty of it. Uh, but this sport in particular, there's so many different ways that you can lose a fight. You can get choked out. You can get your arm broken. <laughs> you can get knocked out. I mean, it's just there's just so many different um, different ways that you can have physical damage to your body. And if you want to do that for more money somewhere else, then you should do that. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, the crazy thing is, I, you know, I've seen an interview with him. He was talking about possibly having a fight with Tyson Fury. And I'm like, what? Hold up, Tyson Fury? We talking about the boxer Tyson Fury. Yeah. Um, Ain't that the gypsy, gypsy queen? Yeah, the gypsy king. Queen. because you know i still can't get over you know what i've seen as far as like you know when it came to the cheating i know they saying like oh he didn't but i I know what i've seen on video um i think i showed you and chris that um but you know some people gonna be like oh somebody created that or um there's a lot of um animation behind things that you see now on social media and stuff like that but hey i'm just going on what i've seen and um i think that you cheated you know um and and not just that but tyson um you know deontay wilder think you 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 cheated as well so so if the guy that that fought you think that you cheated i know what i've seen and i thought that was a cheat and it's not just me that feel like that a lot of people feel like that then I'm not going to res- respect you. That's why I'm going to call you the gypsy queen. Um, now, again, if we could go ahead and get, you know, my dog from former UFC champion to fight you. Yeah, I'd pay to see that. Yeah, definitely pay, to, pay see to see that. that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think, you know, it'll, it'll be a, a positive and a negative because one, he's coming from UFC. It's kind of gonna be like the 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 new Mayweather versus um what's his name that that from UFC the Irish dude um McGregor yeah McGregor it's kind of gonna be like the same thing but on a heavyweight level you know what I'm saying yeah. you're gonna use that and, and you know who draws the money heavyweights because people love seeing knockouts you feel yeah. I me mean? yeah they love the technical shit this that, and the other dodging shit but people want to see knockouts you know what right. I'm saying um so if we could go ahead and get that fight and that would be a great fight um i think i think with the former champ um from ufc he'll 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 have to fight an uphill battle because you know you normally have how many rounds in the ufc what five four you know what i'm saying there's five for championship fights him he not normally knock people out a little sooner than that fifth round but um i think that you know 10 rounds 12 rounds with, with, with someone that's, that's been doing this, even though I think he, and he's a cheater. Um, <laughs> I think, I think, I think it would be an uphill battle, but you know, at the end of the day, I, he, I don't think that he cares, you know, as long as he's secure the bag, um, and he makes it look good. Um, same like what Conor McGregor did. He, he didn't look bad. He didn't look like he was, you know, fighting the, the best boxer of all time, pound for pound in that, um, um division um yeah i'll go ahead and 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 and, you know take a a great look at that fight and and like you said we'll both pay for that shit yeah yeah definitely hopefully that does happen for sure but um (laughs) 
But uh, what what else we got, man? Um, you could talk about something else that should happen, could happen. <laughs> you it's know. not like you're talking about the whole Cormani McLean situation. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is, man. I, I tell you what, man. I just want this to be over, man. I really do. Like, it's I just want it to be over and done with. Um, you know, just. And I mean, the last time I, I said, you know, Miami still feels like they can land Cormani uh, McLean, but this week. Things have kind of changed, you know what I'm saying? And I, I think I can go ahead and publicly say that Cormani McLean is not going to be committed to Miami, man, because uh, of one particular reason in particular. And that is, and I put this on my message board on, on canescounty.com today, is that the whole reason, well, one of the reasons there's been a couple of reasons why Cormani didn't sign on signing day in December. The first yeah. reason was that he got a call from Prime Time. He got a, a call from Coach Prime that day that that made him pause. Second reason was the only reason why he well the one of the main reasons why he decided to commit to Miami because he was actually going to commit to Florida was because of coach dvd coach uh demarcus van dyke demarcus van dyke for those who don't really know he's a defensive analyst for uh the hurricanes he played for the u back in the day and but he's always been dialed in with the community he's a cool dude he's somebody that you could have a regular conversation with and the kids love him plain and simple and he you know uh, coaches or helps coach uh youth football back in the day sometimes a little bit now he's just he's really dialed into the community easily relatable guy and because of his efforts is the reason why cormani said okay i'm going to decide to commit to miami but it came with a caveat and that caveat was dvd would need to be the defensive backs coach okay so from what I understand, Miami told Cormani McLean and his mom that DVD was going to be the defensive backs coach. So fast forward to signing day, uh, they get that call from Dion. Then they try to contact Miami and say, hey, can we get a confirmation that DVD is going to be the defensive backs coach? Miami could not do that. <clears throat> okay. So because of that reason is the main reason why Cormani is not going to be committing to Miami. So since that time, he visited, uh, I'm pretty sure you've seen, he visited Colorado last weekend, yeah, you know, all chumming it up with, uh, with Dion no in angels. that cold weather in Colorado. Um, I heard Alabama actually still has a slight chance. And I also did hear that, you know, Crystal Ball doesn't even want to mess with it anymore. Um, they feel like they were lied to. When I say they, I'm talking about Cormani and his mom. They feel like they were lied to. DVD still wants to be a defensive backs coach. I don't, I don't see any reason why you shouldn't promote him to that job. Who's the defensive but, back coach right now? Jamil Adai. Jamil Adai, he came from Georgia. 
Um, he was on the national championship team from Georgia. Exactly. And, yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm not going to say, I know a lot more to this situation, but there's only, only so much that I can really say. What I will say is that they don't vibe with a die. The kids don't vibe with a die as much as they do DVD. I'm just going to leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? But so that that's really the that's the whole situation going on with Kamani McClain. So I would say there's a 95% chance he does not commit to Miami, 5% chance to Colorado, 5% chance to Alabama at this point. Damn, boy. Hey, it's all good. You know, um, from, from my understanding, you know, um, we have some individuals that, that that's coming in, freshmen and, and some transfers in that same position that, that should be, you know, making splashes. So, you know, I ain't really too much, you know, caught up or feeling no type of way about it. Um, I just don't like the way he's doing it. It's like, like, nigga, you from the crib and you try us like that. You know what I'm saying? Just say you ain't just say you're gonna go to Dion or you're gonna go to Alabama, like, but you know, for, for them to send individuals to your school and then no, you're not there. Um, for 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 you to have a, a, a signing and they got the whole cake and all that other shit for your ass, and you're not there. Um, you know, I I I I don't, you know, me, I'm I'm somebody that like people that's up front. You know, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna be committed to to anybody, you know, um don't lie. Don't say that you in, in Tampa and then you in Colorado. Don't say, you know, um, I'm going to sign the 15th. And right now, what, what day it is, it's the 18th. And you still haven't signed a nobody. Like, come on, man. Like, I don't got time for shit like that. You know what I mean? Um, people yeah. like that, um, you don't want those type of individuals on the team. That, that it, it reminds me of Levante Williams. Oh, I'm transferring. And then now you're not. Then you take that post off. And now supposedly he's going to Colorado too. Everybody that leave over here to the crib, they're going to Colorado or they're going to SMU. Yeah. It is what it is. You know, go holler at them boys. I was saying that before. I'm like, they probably don't vibe the coaching staff like that and they want to go elsewhere. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're not just going elsewhere. They're going to the former coaches, you know, that that were um, coaches on a, um, a Miami Hurricane. So, hey, it is what it is. They're young. Um, you know, kids like they're always gonna change their mind. Last minute, they're gonna change their mind. When you thinking that is, is it's all on you? No, it's all on them. They're gonna go somewhere else. So for Kamani, if that's what you want to go ahead and do, it's all it's all good. But I like yo, like stop, stop. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel stop doing this, that, and the other. Just, just you know, handle your business. Yeah, I, I do. I do feel like he he's trolling a little bit because you know it just. From the outside looking in, what you're communicating publicly is not what's really going on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, I mean, I already knew it was a red flag when it was the state championship game. And I'm here I'm here with all the other media trying to talk to him about recruiting. And he says, I'm not taking any questions regarding recruiting. I was like, what? <laughs> like, everybody was like, what? Why? You know, like that was the first red flag for me. And then, you know, just not taking any questions at the UA uh, All-American game, no questions at all he wanted to take. And then, you know, when you talk to him, it's funny, like when you talk to him, like regular, like normal, like he's just regular. He's just a regular dude and he'll vibe with you. But 
once you say, hey, this is an interview or, or let me do an interview or that type of thing, it's like he kind of like shuts down. He's overall a quiet kid. I think he's got people in his head right now really kind of coaching him on what to do. But yeah, from the outside looking at looking in, it looks like he's just trolling Miami because you say, oh, hey, I'm committed to Miami or you're throwing up the youth all the time or um, when someone asks you, on national television, you know, what teams are involved when you, and you're supposed to make his announcement on January 15th, by the way, still no yeah. announcement, you know, that was last Sunday. So, so yeah, it, it, it's a weird situation overall. I think I'm sick of it. I think hurricanes fans are sick of it. I think the coaching staff is sick of it. It's not I weird. We're, we're ready to just kind of move, move on to the next, exactly. uh, next thing. To be honest with you, it's not weird. It's weird because you know exactly what's going on, but you can't say it. I know what's going on. You know he ain't coming. The media, other media know he ain't coming. But y'all can't report that. But Wes can't because Wes is not a reporter. He's not coming. He's not coming. Trust me, if Marcus knew that he was staying, he would have gave some type of hints, but he's not going. <laughs> Look, he knows he's not coming. And not just that. But when Ruben Bain was like, you know, that's his decision, this, thing, the other, blah, 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 it shows you, like, they kind of know, too, you know, but they ain't, they ain't trying to, you know, um, you know, air his business out. So, again, right. do your thing, Komani, but the only thing is you got to understand the stuff that you're doing right now, people going to remember that. Hope, hopefully it works out with Dion. But if it doesn't, people going to be like, oh, hell no, I'm not going after this guy. I'm not going to go. Yeah, you could transfer but a lot of people may not even want that type of um, that type of mentality in their actual locker room because I mean that's what was, what what Mario Cristobal was trying to get rid of. He want people that want to be in Miami, like the Nathaniel Josephs, you know, like the Twins. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, if you're not gonna be committed to being here, then it's all good. And like you said, you said he was gonna go to Florida. So, you know, um, from my understanding, you know, he had a, a good NIL deal that 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 was um, offered in Miami. And that was a factor as well. But now you got Dion, they're probably offering him more. And I mean, who wouldn't want to, um, you know, get coached up by the best corner of all time? I know that. But I know you're trolling because, look, Miami, every every time it seemed like, you know, Miami's quiet and then you know we're the ones in making the headlines every time yeah. so i think dion yeah. seeing that and dion like i see what miami doing they're they're yeah. they're taking time their time they're making these other individuals that know they're gonna sign well whoever sign but then your story's already already um talked about now miami's gonna have this guy sign a week later and then the next day another um um top tier player and then a week later it might mario cristobal is keeping the university of miami in the news how he's actually you know having these guys sign so i think Dion see that and other people are like oh okay let's throw their ass now so yeah. if that's how you're trying to play you from the crib you googling you feel me one more like yeah one more thing i want to say because you mentioned nil Colorado can't really mess with Miami's NIL game. You know what I'm saying? Miami's NIL game is long. It's real long. Now, I mean, Colorado can't even afford to pay Dion right now. Like, I don't know if you know that, but they 
they their deal is kind of like under the table type of thing. They're like, oh, we got you in the future. You know, we'll we'll pay you what you deserve. But and I heard that Colorado uh, has a has a structure. The state does where they can only do one year deals for coaches and players when it comes to NIL. So the NIL is 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 not. That's where Miami still has a puncher's chance in the game because the NIL situation is still favoring Miami. And Alabama, they just live off their reputation. They, they, they think, okay, we don't need NIL. We Alabama. So they don't really use that as much as a, as a, as a weapon, I guess you could say, uh, as much as Miami can. So – so that that's why I mean, just to add some more drama to the situation, signing day is February first. Um, so yeah, so we'll we'll wait, and and that's only two weeks away. Look at that. On um, we're two weeks away from uh, the final national signing day to see exactly what happens here. But um, it's, it's something that, that we'll continue to monitor. And any updates we have, we'll have it on KingsCounty.com. Definitely, definitely. Now, um, did you did you did you see um our boy Ed Reed? You know, Ed Reed, oh, yeah. you know, Hall of Famer from the U. Yeah. Um, you know, championship winner, you know, um someone that's, that's gonna keep a one K with your ass at all times. Yeah, he done went ahead and went on his little video rant showing how the HBCUs are looking in horrible state. Um, basically saying that you know I've been here only a few days and I did more in a few days than these motherfuckers doing, and they've been here for years. Yeah, I'm like he's showing the track, the track field. He's showing trash that. Him and his players done picked up that should have been picked up a long time ago. And he's not just talking about, you know, um, you know, shout out to him getting that HBCU job. You know, um, I kind of was mad that he got the job because, you know, everybody seemed to be trying to pluck our, 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 our um, you know, staff or um, someone associated with the University of Miami. They're trying to pluck them at all times. So, um, you know, shout out to him. You know, you want to see people fall on their on their feet, land well, you know, and, and and of course, you know, he's good, Hall of Famer, like I said. But for him to get an HBCU job, um, I, I, I'm intrigued with that. I also want to give a shout out to uh, Patrick Sertan, um, you know, getting his job at FSU. Now, I know that's the rival. You know, mm-hmm. I hate FSU, and I want to, I want to, I want to. Um, um, before we go into the um, that situation, how do you think the Pastor Tain job affects the University of Miami? Before it's, we go on, on HBCUs and stuff, how does that? Yeah, it's it's going that? to affect the recruiting down here in South Florida because he coached American Heritage to several state titles, and he obviously like. The players that he coached, obviously one of them being his son, in the NFL right now, Tyson Campbell plays for Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, Wilson, who plays for the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, these are all defensive backs that are in the NFL, not in, not alone just at D1 programs, 
but in the NFL. And then we got Earl Little that's coming up at Alabama. Um, it, he is going to have his say on whether players, particularly from that school, American Heritage, will be going to Miami or not. Yes, you got Damari Brown this year, you know, from that same school, but you know, like the the players and 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 high school transfer portal probably is worse than college. Like yeah. players transfer a lot down here in South Florida. This is transfer season right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you follow the crib, my my colleague Frank Tucker, he keeps track of all of that. You can see all the players that are transferring where um, on his uh, IG page. Most of them trying to transfer and Twitter. So there are going to be some players that are, that are likely going to transfer into American Heritage, not just this year, but years to come. And Patrick Sertain is is likely going to get those guys to come and play for him. So it's it's and the fact that he was a DB. Come on, now he's was a Pro Bowl cornerback, played in the <laughs> NFL, coached mm-hmm. at the high school level coached at the NFL level uh now because he was with the Dolphins just before this I mean yeah it, it's, it's going to be a factor and I already just told you about the DB situation at Miami how it's kind of in flux right now if, if, if Miami loses DVD to some other program that's going to be devastating bro it's really going to be devastating not only to you know lose Cormani but like the the other DB DBs of the future, Chris Ewald is one of the outstanding DBs out at a Chaminade. Saquon Patterson, safety at a Chaminade. They are not coming to Miami if DVD's not there. Let's let me let me just put that out there. Um, Chris Ewald is actually already committed to Michigan because Miami's dropping the ball with him. Chris Ewald, I think, is the next Cormani McClain. Um, so. So yeah, it's it's it could be dire, bro. Like if if DVD leaves, especially if DVD leaves, and now you got Pastor Tan over there at Florida State, Miami could be in trouble if they don't if they don't be proactive. Okay, but yeah, back to um the HBCU and Ed Reed. How did you feel when you seen that? Because you know, I, I we don't be on HBCU campuses like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean. But I, I, I can I can tell you from experience because one I went to Florida A and M University. I wasn't on the football team, obviously, but I've seen the facilities that they had, which were trash. I'm, I'm pretty sure they upgraded them since since I've been there, which was a long time ago. But they were trash. From for you to be a college facility, like they were trash then. And Bethune has always been like that's the little brother of fam. So, and I've been on that campus as well, and it's not as as big as FAMU's. It's it's small, so I can only imagine, you know, what what those facilities look like. They are not dealing with the money that these other schools have. I, I will say that. So, uh, I, you know, I will say it's not. It's, it's part of it is not their fault because they don't really have the money or the structure to really kind of build these grand facilities. But yeah, you can pick up the trash. Right. I was just going to say that. But you could do the bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? You could do the bare minimum to keep the stuff looking right. 
over there, especially when you have a Hall of Famer on both the college and NFL levels. Like, this guy's a college Hall of Famer, and he's an NFL Hall of Famer. He's won a championship on both levels, All-American, Pro Bowl, All-Pro. Hey, he's pretty much done it all. He's 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 my all-time favorite player at safety of all over time. Sean Taylor over Sean Taylor over Sean well, Taylor well I mean Sean well, Taylor if he was living longer God I mean bless his soul but if he was living longer maybe maybe yeah but if, yeah, what yeah. Ed Reed did in the NFL what he did at the U I mean yeah Ed Reed definitely the best safety to me of all time my favorite so so for um for the for that uh for for that yeah i i am going to commend him for for taking that job just like i commend dion for taking that job because these are millionaires they don't need to take this these thousand job thousand air jobs <laughs> they really don't because they're not paying these guys millions they don't even have millions you know what i'm saying so they're, they're not giving them that much money so for them they take that job great but at the same time do you want to put that on social media, though? Do you really want to put that on social media, a place that just, you know, you just hired and you just saying, like, I understand he wanted to clap back on the people that were coming at him on social media. I think if he clapped on them through a DM, I think that would have been better. But hey, I don't man. know. I think if you do it in front of everybody, Hey. It just makes the whole what it makes them look bad, ugly. Nah, man, I I I I accept everything that come with telling the truth, cause the truth gonna hurt. For them to know that they um signed him to a contract. Matter of fact, he said he's not even signed yet. He's not even signed. I believe that. <laughs> he said that. He said I'm working right now for free, and. These individuals, they didn't, like you said, the bare minimum. You know he coming, and you didn't even clean out his office. His office is full of junk. You feel me? Like, really, that just shows how much they actually care. And we know, you know, when you talk about football programs, that's what normally generates the money, especially like what you said, Hall of Fame in college and football, you know, championships in college and football. And to have that type of individual in your um, facility, not just there, but as the head coach, and you don't even give him the the grace or the respect to even clean his, um, you know, office. coaching room, his office, that just shows. You feel me? And, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that he hollered at him before, before he went on his rant. And they probably was like, man, like, F this nigga, man. Like, yeah, nah, yeah, you got millions, this, that, and the other, but he ain't stunning you like that. I mean, we do because we're football fans, but as far as administration and stuff like that, they probably ain't, you know, worried about stuff like that. You know, I mean, only people that know about football players is people that like football. You know what I'm saying? If you're talking about Ed Reeds and stuff, yeah, you may know Tom Brady, Golden Boy, and, you know, certain people without even having a – watch the sport because you know that name just you know ring bells everywhere but for the most part it just shows the lack lack of respect that they had for him so if you showing me lack of respect then why the hell i'm gonna go ahead and respect you too i'm over here cleaning and i ain't even much getting paid like you said yeah. dion over there colorado they don't even got no money for him yet 
You feel what I'm saying? So I'm going to have to talk like this because ain't nobody talked like this before. And guess what? It's been like that for years. So I guess we need to go ahead and air it out and expose people. I don't care if they look like me. If you need to get exposed so these young kids could go ahead and be in a better situation, then that's what it need to be. I ain't caring about these adult feelings that's, you know, um, stealing money like Dion said. You feel me? We know the, the stadium is full and I'm supposed to be getting paid a certain percentage, this, that, and the other, but people filling their pockets. You know what I'm saying? Now, that just happened to Dion. It may happen everywhere else. Because you know that's what people do. People yeah. think about themselves, man. That's exactly why our economy is the way it is right now, because a lot of people that, that could have went back to work chose to stay home and get uh, money from the government. And now we got, you know, inflation prices crazy as hell. I bought a a gallon of um, orange juice for 10 bucks. Eggs. Yes. 10 Man. bucks. Eggs, 13 bucks. That's at Sam's, the 18 pack, 13 bucks. Damn. Come on, man. And this is what happens when people take advantage of situations. Football, and we're talking about economy. You know, yeah, some people needed the money and needed the help. But once you got back on your feet, you were supposed to call them like my wife did when she went back to work. Call them and say, I'm back to work. You could stop with I'm trying to give me this money right now. You feel what I'm saying? Because I think everybody was home the first few months. You feel me? Before they start opening things back up. But, you know, like when you go to the restaurant right now, people not working. People not working, um, you know, and, 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 and because they're getting that that money from the government. And again, if you can't work, work. You feel I me? Mean? Because the money's coming from somewhere. And that's where we're, we're paying the prices now behind that. Look what I'm saying about just groceries. You feel I'm saying? Everything is so much higher. And when we bring it back to the HBCUs, you got people that's generating money and people stealing the money. And there's people that look like me and you. Ain't even the up. <laughs> you feel me? I mean, it's bad to say it. But let's not act like black people don't steal. White people steal, black people steal too. And sometimes black yeah. people steal from their own kind because that's the only people that they rubbing elbows with. So I'm, you know, if if, if I could go ahead and come up on a little sign sign and nobody's looking or checking for me, a lot of people gonna go ahead and do it. And it's so unfortunate that he had to expose it like that. But once he exposed it, guess what? He had to put out an apology. Like, that's the stuff that I don't like. When you keeping it real, you telling the truth, but now you got to apologize because it make you look bad. Man, you know, look. And, and that's that's the reason why I say you don't even say it because you, you're going to have to apologize because this is your place of work now. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you gotta, I guess, respect them. I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, though. Like, I totally agree with everything that you said. It really like it puts stuff to light that needs to be brought to light for the people that don't re that are not in you know not in the mud seeing it happen. But at the same time, you got to just think about just the effect, the 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 after effect of all the, the or the PR effect of of this whole thing. And to be honest, because now like how you gonna? I mean, yeah, you're gonna get recruits get recruits regardless because of your name, Ed Reed. But the ones that want more than that or want to see more than just a name that's coaching me is if I'm a quarterback, if I'm not even a safety, if I'm a safety or a defensive back, yeah, okay, Ed Reed. But if I'm a quarterback or wide receiver, you know, like 
and I'm coming to this trash ass school, like you said, then why 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 am I not gonna go to to you know University of Florida, UM or Alabama, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Georgia, or even a small school like Georgia State or Appalachian State, you know, something like that. Like, why would I not go to that school if the head coach is bashing the place? You know what I'm saying? So you just gotta think about it from a long-term residual effect what something like that does yeah but technically he's not on contract (laughs) you feel me and which will everybody got to understand who needs who like you said earlier these guys are millionaires they set for life they don't need to be over there at no hbcu you think you're gonna get a better coach with a bigger name you know and a bigger following than the ed Reese and the deon sanders so hey if it was if it was um serious like that guess what they would never sign him because he's not signed now. I would have been like, you know, before we go ahead and make that step, I think this is not the right fit for both of us. And yeah. but they know they need him. So yeah, hey, I, I mean that that's the part that gets me mad because you need him. You need an Ed Reed. Do you realize the Ed, bringing an Ed Reed to a place like Bethune, you know, that even a team like Miami put 70 on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need a a, a coach like like Ed Reed because it's just going to be a snowball effect of of building your school up. Because football, let's let's be honest, football makes bread for 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 a lot of schools. You know, it's an expensive sport in itself to just maintain and run. But once you get it going. And you become like, say, look what Dion did. Dion got Jackson State on game day, on NFL game day, where everybody who didn't know where Jackson State was, they learned what Jackson State was. And then he did a docuseries as well, who it gives you more insight, which he he exposes. I don't know if you've seen it, but he exposes some of the same things that Ed Reed, that Ed Reed did on that on that show. I mean, they didn't even have water in 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 the in that state for a while which is crazy mm-hmm. man like mm-hmm. but but yeah he just you know but he's yeah, a more it, spiritual man he's a more spiritual man so he more he's a lot more charismatic and soft-spoken when he speak on his 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 um negative um lights that he shine and you know he's he's speaking like a pastor how can you get mad yeah. at somebody that's you know giving scriptures while, they, while he's exposing you like like yeah. I can't say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, man. Like they should have rolled. What I'm saying is that they should have rolled out the red carpet for Ed Reed because Definitely. this is gonna bring in more money to the school, more money to fund, you know, education, more money to just bring your school to light. So, for you to start off on this type of foot with Ed Reed, yeah, he may stick with you for one year, but. You know, after that, based on how you welcomed him, it don't seem like because Colorado, even though they didn't really have the money to pay him, they welcomed him. You know, they they welcomed him because they they put out this whole thing for him. They did a whole party thing, press conference. They did his whole they made his whole office look like it was for for him with his Mm -hmm. like memorabilia around. They welcomed him, you know. At least you could have did that for Ed Reed, one of the all-time greats, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, they they're gonna be regretting that because I doubt Ed Reed stays for more than one year. Yeah, you know, 
But hey, it is what it is. They go, they go, they gonna go ahead and lie on that sword that they they got poking up. So it is what it is. You don't got anything else? I mean, we can touch on um, it's a couple. Well, the hurricanes. Jake Garcia, bro. Jake Garcia gone. Yeah, I ain't worried about players gone. I just want to touch on the quarterback situation a little bit because I'm still a little concerned with the Hurricanes at quarterback. I don't okay. necessarily trust TBD to lead this team to an ACC championship, let alone let alone nine wins. I don't think – I think that the, the ceiling for this team in 2023 is eight wins, and I don't even really think they get there. I think they're going to be around seven, six be honest because of tvd now you do have a shift in culture you're bringing in some great players uh through the transfer portal recruits that they're babies they're, they're most of them not going to start or play i think mark fletch is probably going to be the only player that gets significant playing time next season as far as the recruiting class but tvd has to change he has to change the way he plays he locks in on one receiver and he doesn't run he doesn't run in a timely manner. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't, he barely runs at all. And when he does run, he's slow and he gets sacked. So he needs to change the way he plays in college football. The running quarterback is what works now. And you have to be either extremely accurate, you know, like Tua was in college. Like, I know you like to say that <laughs> you got to be extremely accurate like him, or you have to be a dual threat like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or Drake May or, you know, the TCU quarterback, Max Duggan, or the Georgia quarterback, Stetson Bennett, who can – Trevor Lawrence could actually run a little bit too when he was in college. Gerald Burrow could run a little bit when he was in college. So if you don't have that element to your game, you become one-dimensional and these defenses are going to scheme around you and you can't win in college football. So that's I'm concerned about that. I'm, a, I'm concerned with Miami putting all their chips in TBD for next season because Jake Garcia now gone. Ja'Cory Brown, still not a good passer as of yet at this point. And Emory Williams is just a baby. Uh, he's certainly not ready to step in the fold as of yet. So just wanted to point out that I'm really concerned about the Hurricanes at the quarterback situation, especially with Jake Garcia gone now. I'm not worried about it. Like I said, I want people Should that be. are nah. You don't need to be because last year we were we were, we were like, damn, who's gonna be the head coach? Who the head coach? Who the head coach? And then with the time, we got something positive. Same thing like right now, you know, you know, we, we gotta wait, gotta wait, and then we're gonna go ahead. I'm pretty sure, you know, um, I mean, our offensive coordinator, I guess the quarterback coach, he went back to. I think Appalachian State or something like that. He's gone. Yeah. When it comes to Gaddis, I think I think what Mario Cristobal is doing right now, people that that needs to be gone, we're gonna get rid of them, but we're gonna go ahead and hope that they get a job somewhere else because Miami, we're we're used to not having to pay um, a coaching staff the the money that we're paying them. So for us to be paying a uh, uh, a coaching staff for the first time in history, all of this money, we're not gonna be like um um um, um Clinsbury, um Arizona, you know, and we're paying you five million because we chose to fire you. No, no, no. Let's try to get you another job somewhere so we won't have to pay you that 
that money and then pay somebody else the same money. So for me, when it comes to the transfer portal and everybody that's transferring, transferring as far as with Jake Garcia, um, I ain't really stunning it too much because, yeah, we have TBD, but we have other individuals coming in. Um, you know, we, 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 our, our whole O line was decimated last year, and look at our O line now. Our DBs was getting burnt last year, and look at the people that's coming in now. Linebackers, what me and you've been saying for the longest, you know, look how it looks better now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, when it comes to the quarterback, look, you, you're not sure with TVD. We both wasn't sure with Garcia. So why are we worried about these people that we're having questions on about? It's just kind of like Tua. You know what I'm saying? You have your doubts on Tua. So what you want to do? You want to move on. <laughs> you know, we're having doubts on Garcia and, and, and certain players. Move on. And I love when people move on because you don't want to compete with the upcoming players that's coming in. That's showing me that you're scared. You're The University of Miami is built on competition. The best players going to play. Could care less about your stock in the hood or your neighborhood. Everybody know you a certain way. So people like our center, kick rocks. Garcia, go ahead and make a, 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 a patty or a, a Spanish patty somewhere else. I don't know if you're Cuban, Dominican, or whatever. Go, go ahead and do that somewhere else. We do not need you. We do not want you here. I want players that want to be um, on the University of Miami. And for you to get tra- for you to transfer, seeing this O-line that we're going to have, what does that tell you? You don't have the confidence in yourself. Kick rocks. I know you've seen their ass before TVD got the job in the first place, and Garcia was the better quarterback in the offseason. But I respect TVD a little bit more. He didn't transfer. He kept getting hit. He kept getting up. He wanted to play when he was injured. That's what you want. And for us to the offensive, the quarterback coach to leave, we the coaching staff with Mario Cristobal probably like, man, you're a garbage ass quarterback coach. I can't fire your ass because you know we're paying you this money. You know, find a way to get another job. Same thing with you know, um, um what's his name? Um, Gaddis. Gaddis, you're gonna be gone too. I heard that he's kind of interviewing for Iowa. Iowa State or something like that, and and two yeah. other teams. Kick rocks. Penn Kick State. Kick those rocks up the sidewalk, my boy. Bye bye, my friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? So all yeah, those. I, I mean, I'm I'm here. Like every everybody wants to know about that. Like everybody who sees me or knows me, they'll be like, "Yo, what's going on with OC? <laughs> like, what's 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 going on?" I mean, I'm hearing conflicting reports. Uh, well. Let me say I'm hearing conflicting information from different sources. Most of the sources that I hear, though, are saying that he's gone. So most of the sources that they're saying that he's gone, but I, I do have a very strong source that says that that's not the truth. It he's also gone. could you know be why that raw receiver from USC he came for the visit and and, and, and our raw receiver coaching officer he was not even there. He, they, they asked the guy, like, you know, I like, know. where was Gaddis? He was like, oh, he was doing his own thing. He had something else going on. What? I heard I he, want to see I the room in class right now. We not, need him. 
I was not feeling well. That that's that's what I heard. You know, I'm just gonna say that's what I heard. He wasn't feeling well. He's still recovering from some kind of illness that he had. You know, that's is what uh that's the reason why he wasn't there. But I, I hear you, I hear you hundred percent. And you're not the only one telling me that. You're not the only one like, yo, if he wasn't there for the USC kid, you know, that was here on a visit, um, which you know, by the way, I don't think is going to happen i think he's going to end up probably at ucla because they're they're making him a priority to be a number one receiver um that's what i hear about him gary bryant but um but yeah i hear you 100 percent. you know and the other the other factor too might be that he was hired in february and there may be some kind of clause in the contract that he can't make any move or they're not going to make any move or say anything about his contract until february so I think we're going to learn more in February about the whole OC situation. Um, but there, there's a lot of other guys that I think Miami uh, could consider for that position. But, um, you know, like Scott Frost, who used to be uh, the head coach in Nebraska. Um, you know, that uh, the uh, James Coley, who – um it is, is a name that that i hear that they're talking about a lot as far as an oc um there, there could be a lot of different options who who knows at this point but uh well as soon as we find out information like i said you'll see it on canescounty.com but i mean from like i said a lot of different i could i could name maybe about six or seven different sources that say gaddis is not going to continue as the offensive coordinator but I have a strong source saying that that is not happening, that they don't want to eat that money for that contract, and they're going to wait a year until they decide on him. So Shit. I don't know. His ass, go go to Iowa State, man. Go to Iowa State and won't have to pay you that money and call it a day. But I don't care. All the individuals that need to go, Mario Cristobal going to find a way to have you go. And I think I think that's the reason why we didn't make a bowl game because Mario Cristobal was like, man, y'all motherfuckers is trash, man. I want to hurry up and end this season so I can get rid of y'all garbage ass motherfuckers that's on this damn team. And that's exactly what what, what happened. You know when we was watching him go for fourth down back to back to back is to show the world that this old line is trash. You <laughs> feel me? You need to get rid of these boys right here, boy. And what did he do? He got rid of them boys. Is either he yeah. got rid of them or he whispered in their ear. I don't think that it's going to work out, you know. Um, you should go find, um, take your talents somewhere else away from South Beach because I'm not going to play you. I mean, to be honest, that's that's exactly what was said. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what was, from what I hear, what was said, I think it was after the Florida State date game that um this is this i'm gonna say this is speculation this is a rumor so you don't come people come at me like marcus said nah sources said that uh coach strong in particular linebacker coach said that hey you know anybody who uh no he he said um some of you guys need to jump in the portal right now <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> some of you guys need to jump in the portal right now. Um, and because, and then, you know, uh, another recruiting guy, 
you know, uh, I won't say his name, but uh, who's part of the staff, just blatantly said that these guys are trash, and I don't understand why these why these players are on this team, and they need to go. So, hmm. so yeah. So part of what you're saying is absolutely true. That uh, Miami's pretty much trying to weed out the the players from the previous staff, get their guys in there, and and really create a new a new you. Literally, <laughs> I love it. I love it. They may hate it, but I love every moment of it. <laughs> All right, man. I think we've been on this enough, bro. We yeah. gave you a lot of information tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's go Heat, Panthers, Canes, mm-hmm. Marlins, Canes basketball, into Miami. And of the Almighty Tour. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, all, the arm of the Almighty Tour. So, yeah, this is going to conclude this episode on the Mark West Sports Podcast. You can go ahead and follow Marcus Benjamin on canescounty.com, um, on Instagram, on YouTube. Well, I think they got the Storm Tracker on podcast they got as well. And you could go ahead and follow him on Twitter, Benjamin Report, and on canescounty.com. But on the Benjamin Report, that's exclusively Marcus. He will definitely be giving you a whole bunch of tweets because, like I said earlier, every time I look at my phone, there's a tweet coming from Marcus. He reminds me of another local, Omar Kelly, but now it's Marcus Benjamin because they be tweeting <laughs> all day. You're going to be updated if you need that information on your teams. But, yeah, this is going to conclude this episode of the Mark West Sports Podcast. Until the next episode.